Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Um, that's Serta with a C. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Joseph Pinion on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Double B's. Double B's is an Arkansas company with over 34 locations and growing strong across Arkansas for over the last 60 plus years. An Arkansas company for Arkansans. Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. And now, here's Joseph Pinion. Joseph, great W last night on the road at Columbia, Missouri. What did you feel like made the difference of taking the show on the road? And the final score is kind of deceiving. It really was not a seven-point difference in the game as uh, pretty much domination, especially from about midway point of the first half. Until about a couple of minutes to go, and then that score looked a little bit more respectable if all you saw was the final score. What was the difference last night, Joseph? I feel like we just really came just more locked in, you know, just more prepared to win this game. Because, uh, you know, we just, I feel like, you know, it's about our time. Like, where we normally would take off, it's about the time where we take off. And I feel like, you know, it's really coming, and I feel like we're all buying anymore. Could you see that in practices leading up to the game? Definitely. Uh, you know, our practices this year have always been good. So it's just really, it's just really been about when is it going to correlate the game? Because, you know, if you have that many guys going that hard, you know, just trying to get better, it'll correlate the game eventually. Did y'all do anything special for Makai Mitchell, except maybe feeding some easy passes for dunks? I mean, it was his, it was his birthday. Did y'all do anything special for Makai? Uh, no, it was a game day, so, you know, the game had to come first. But we definitely, uh, you know, we definitely celebrated with them after. Did you have a cake in the dressing room when the <laughs> game was over? No, no cake, no cake. But we, had, we had some pretty good food after the game, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it uh, for whatever reason, this guy really plays well on his birthday. But uh, last night, he was super impressive. Another double-double to back up the double-double that he had against Kentucky. Uh, what have you seen from Makai that uh, really has elevated his game recently, Joseph? Uh, you know, he's just really just finally, you know, translating what he does every day to a game, which is, you know, go hard, you know, be dominant, be a bit, uh, big in the post, you know, score, dunk, you know, just really do it all. All the big guys played pretty well. Was it? Was, is that because the matchup was so good for them? Uh, you know, those three guys, they really, you know, when they're really all playing, uh, you know, like, as to their potential, they're some of the top three big in the SEC for sure. They were going up against a 7-footer, 7-5, Connor Vanover. You you never knew him, did you? He was gone the, before you got here, am I correct? Yeah, he was, he was gone before I was here. Okay. And I guess he was too old for you to compete against in high school. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, he was, too, he was too old for that, too. Yeah. 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 I was thinking that was the case because, gosh, he's got to be in his fourth year, if not fifth year, it seems like now. Maybe uh, sixth. Yeah, because he started off at Cal, then Arkansas, then uh, what was it, Oral Tulsa? Roberts. Oral, Roberts. Oral Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Oral Roberts last year. So, yeah, he's been on the block uh, a few times. 
Uh, just listening to Coach Musselman in his postgame comments, uh, he made it pretty clear anyone jacking up a three-pointer, if it wasn't considered to be a good shot, they're going to come set by him. I'm not sure. Joseph, have you been around a situation where a team, especially with the three-point line in play as much as it is, only attempted six total three-pointers in the game? Uh, you know, we really made it. We really made it an emphasis in practice to attack the paint more because you know, they were a smaller team. So, you know, we really felt like we had to be more dominant in the paint. But, you know, I just feel like we stuck to the game plan really well. And got a lot of 56 points in the paint. Now, a lot of those that's amazing. guys, but that's the most in 10 years. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that, but I'm glad we did it. You know, it was really fun to watch. Well, there's not really one statistical category that wasn't won last night by Arkansas. Points off turnovers, Arkansas 25 to 15. Point paints, what Rick was talking about, 56 to 30. Second chance points, those were even 17 apiece. Fast break points, 19 to 16. Bench points, 35 to 28. And, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a total effort last night has the other emphasis it seems like the last two games in particular pound the boards has that been again a change in philosophy or has that been a change in assignments what what do you see that's that's causing all of a sudden arkansas instead of being minus on the boards to their opponent joseph what are you seeing differently about the rebounding recently from Arkansas? Uh, definitely more of an emphasis of trying to go offensive rebound. You know, we, we end up missing a lot of shots a lot of times, but you know, if we can go get a, most of our shots back, you know, uh, we have a higher percentage of scoring on the second chance. Well, it's been noticeable, and it's great because when you win the rebound battle, and last night you had 15 turnovers, which is too much, but Missouri had 18, so... How important is it to also win the turnover battle? Definitely. It's really important. That's, a, that's one of the main battles. How you got to win to make sure you get all the possessions you can get in the league. Because, you know, a lot of the games really come down to the final few, uh, final few shots. How difficult, when you're playing a team like Missouri, and you build up such a big lead... Do you just kind of subconsciously, maybe in the second half, take your foot off the pedal? Because we've been asked today about, well, they didn't, you know, they, they didn't have that killer dagger that they that they used to to really put away Missouri. How difficult do you think, Joseph, when you're that far ahead, sometimes to maintain that intensity? Uh, definitely, you know, it could definitely weigh on you. Uh, just trying to look at the end results, but you really got to, you know, and this way you got to see all the way through. You got to make sure, you know, you're trying to win. You're trying to just pretend it's zero-zero, and you're trying to win from there. So, you know, it's really just we got to keep the mindset of just trying to, you know, just keep the keep our foot on the neck and, you know, just win it by as much as we can. Did you, uh, when you were warming up, did you get to hear from the antlers? Yeah, they were talking trash. Uh, we weren't really worried about it. Uh, you know, we were just going to do what we do. We weren't really concerned with other, what other people were trying to say. Did they, did what, they, what was the it? best line? Best yeah. line. Did you, did you hear a line that was decent coming out of there? I can't, I can't repeat it on, uh, on that. <laughs> okay. In other words, they're not that's nice. How, that's huh? how they were feeling. Wow. Hmm. Uh, I can only imagine. Uh, I mean, our, our, do our not, uh, our, Student body kind of dish it out too. On the other hand, I mean probably, but you know it's just you know <laughs> better when we do it, I guess. Hopefully, it's not quite as crude as you're indicating Missouri is, but we don't know. I, there's there's those that do that everywhere, aren't there? This to me has to be turning to LSU for a moment. You never know, especially with the. I mean, they're good. They're not great. Not talking about LSU as a team, but you're playing the eleven o'clock game. 
how differently is it if you know for you as a player uh, i've got to believe your your day's going to start somewhere around six o'clock uh there in baton rouge on saturday morning for 11 o'clock game how difficult is it making that adjustment most of the time you think a saturday game being maybe noon at the earliest but maybe three o'clock or whatever it may be how difficult is it to adjust to 11 o'clock start joseph uh, it's definitely a little bit of an adjustment because you know you really gotta you really gotta start tonight by going to going to sleep early tonight. Uh, so, you know that's one of the main adjustments. Do you pregame the meal? Is it eggs or is it something different than that? Yeah, we'll probably eat, probably eat at the hotel. Uh, probably you know a couple of some eggs, some bacon. Some sauces, uh, you know, just really, just really all some breakfast food, waffles, pancakes. Star say, do you sneak in uh, pancakes, waffles? Do you have a preference? Definitely, definitely need both. French toast sometimes. What's your favorite syrup? Maple. Maple. Yeah, that's a good choice. That's mine too. Uh, bacon. You mentioned bacon. You mentioned uh, sausage. Do you have a preference there? Um, okay, you can have both. You can have both. You don't have to choose between that. You like scrambled? Okay, never mind. I won't, I won't keep going through the menu. I'm That's just- right. You don't need to do that. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. So you've been to Baton Rouge before we played there last year. What do you think of their basketball facility? Uh, definitely, it's a nice facility. Yeah, it's cool colors. Uh, the purple is really cool. Uh, they they have a pretty cool court. But, you know, it's not as big as Bud, but, you know. No. Yeah, I, I see yeah, but it's still definitely better in my opinion. You will not get a chance to do this, but up in their concourse, up above, you can walk around. They have all their history up there. Their history is not as good as Arkansas's. But they have this guy named Pete Maravich. And I don't know if you've read much about him or studied him or seen his numbers, but they're absolutely overwhelming. I, I wish people would get a chance to go up there and see what he actually did while he was there. And, and his scoring records still stand, even though his last game was in 1970. Have you heard of him? Do you know anything about Pete Maravich? Yeah, yeah I definitely heard about uh, Pete. You know, he was a hooper. Pistol uh, Pete. Yeah, he was a hooper. And that was all without the benefit of a three-point line. That's right. Yeah, his numbers could have been insane. Yeah. His numbers are, he, I think his college average was 43.6 points a game. That was his wow. three-year average, yeah, without a three-point field goal. It, it would have been over 50 with three-point field goal. Definitely. Amazing. At least he was a Celtic. He started off with the Jazz, but he did play uh, for Boston. Do you have a favorite NBA team? Uh, No, not really. I just really, whenever I see one of my friends, I, uh, you know, whenever I see one of my friends and, uh, you know, just playing, that would kind of be my favorite team. So you follow? You know, I like the Hornets. I like the 76ers. I like the Celtics. <laughs> I like the Magic. Yeah. Got four of your teammates from last year are playing. That, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely a thing. You know, it's really, it's really, uh, you know, it's really awesome to see how much better they've gotten since they've been here. Do you... Do they y'all trade cell numbers? Do you text those guys at all? Do they text you? Yeah, I, I, I talked to them uh, all of them pretty recently. And what do they think about playing in the NBA after now? Council, I think, played a couple years in college, but three of them just after one year. What are, do you ever ask them what the big difference is? No, we really just talk about off the court stuff. We don't really discuss the NBA stuff. Hmm. Definitely a grind. I think that'd be the one thing they could say for a fact. Have you looked into? Have you started on the game plan for LSU? Yeah, uh, we had we had we uh, practiced today. You know, we really uh, it was mainly just going over the game plan and what we're going to do against LSU. I'm guessing the point of emphasis doesn't change, though. I would think now. Obviously, from a defensive perspective, they've got different personnel than what uh, Missouri had. But from, I'm guessing, the offensive approach of Arkansas, is there going to be much change? Pound it inside? Uh, limit your three-point opportunities? Is that is that kind of what 
you can maybe see the offensive game plan for you guys against the LSU Tigers? Definitely. Uh, you know, we're going to try and just replicate, you know, what we did last game, considering, you know, it's our most recent win, so we're just going to try and do exactly what we did. Try and get another one the next game. Let's keep, uh, keep the wins coming. How much did this victory over Missouri go for the confidence of this team? Definitely. Uh, you know, it's really big for confidence because we just needed to see one. You know, we haven't seen one in a while. We just need to see one. You know, I feel like we can build upon that and just keep going and see more uh, down the line. Was the plane ride coming back home a little bit different? Definitely. It was definitely a happier vibe. Uh, you know, we were really, we were really, uh, really excited trying to get another win. What's Coach Musselman like after a loss on the plane? Then what's Coach Musselman like after a victory on the plane? Uh, you know, he really, uh, you know, he just sits up there. He talks to the staff. He talks to the staff for a lot longer after a loss than after a win. Uh, you know, so normally staff will be on the plane about him, just discussing what just happened, just going over film, pretty much the whole plane ride home. Yesterday they got a little bit of time off. Just, uh, just enjoy the playing ride. I know scouting reports are important. I can only imagine knowing Coach Musselman uh, what little I do, but that game with Missouri was probably over the, the moment the buzzer went off. He got through with his post-game responsibilities. His, his attention went immediately to LSU, if I'm just guessing Coach Musselman. Coach Musselman. Definitely, 100%. You know, he's uh, winless one. Yeah, you, know, you can celebrate, but he's going to be working. He's going to be figuring out time to uh, figure out what we're doing for LSU. And he might already have something to figure it out beforehand. Well, Joseph, we wish you the very best as you head on the road down to uh, Baton Rouge. And uh, look for another W. Build upon this success, and then you'll have a, a little bit of break. I, I didn't realize, <clears throat> not looking closely at the schedule, that you have a midweek break. Uh, next week, and you don't come back and play until next Saturday, a week from Saturday against Georgia. So they'll get this W and get ready to take on uh, next up would be the Georgia Bulldogs. Thank you, Joseph. Yes, I thank you. Joseph Pinion, thanks to our friends at Double B's, where you gas it, grab it, and go with Double B's. And I do agree, we need to get. Uh, Joe a better phone <laughs> so he sounds at times very muffled and uh, I'm getting a couple of couple of uh, buzz text on that so anyway we'll see if we can't work on that before next time uh, I guess you saw this today Rick there are a couple well first of all uh, the TV schedule for Arkansas baseball. Yeah, it finally came out. Finally came out. Yeah, you go ahead and give it. There's, there's. Who was it? Is it? Oh, it's a couple of our listeners have asked us for that. So, go right ahead. Well, I'm digging for it as we speak. So, um, I had it on the top of my of my pages, and then I shuffled it with. Oh, by the way, I'll throw this in real quick while I'm looking for it. Um, Congratulations goes out to the Henderson Reddies. Realize they opened up their baseball season today? Really? Five, yeah. 5-2 wow. victory over Rogers State in the Dugan. i got to believe that's the Michael Dugan Invitational. Oh, good. Yeah, Mike Dugan's the one that was uh, mm-hmm. instrumental starting the baseball weekend in uh, Hot Springs. Well, good. And uh, that from Majestic Park in Hot Springs. So, congratulations. 5-2 victory over Roger State. Okay, now I found it. Okay, that, that bought me a second or two. I got it, too, but you go right ahead. Okay. Now, Arkansas will have nine nationally televised regular season games starting... At least. At least. Because they could add some. Uh, starting on March the 21st at Auburn. And... Uh, it doesn't say, but I'm going to say these are central times that they're they're listing. Yes. Uh, Auburn would be 6 p.m. SEC Network, March 28th, versus LSU, 6 p.m. ESPN2. March the 29th, versus LSU, 7 p.m. SEC Network. Uh, 
April the 4th versus Ole Miss. 6 p.m. SEC Network, April the 15th, Texas Tech, 7 p.m. ESPN2. April the 16th, Texas Tech, 4 p.m. SEC Network. April the 26th, Florida, 7 p.m. SEC Network. The 27th of April, Florida, noon ESPN2. Then March the 12th, Mississippi State, 2 p.m. SEC Network. All 36 of Arkansas home games at Baumwalker Stadium will be streamed or broadcast on the SEC Network Plus or the ESPN family of networks. I got to ask, I, I'm just thinking about this, looking at it. Is there a SEC Big 12 cha- challenge during the season? Because Arkansas opens the, they're playing at Auburn, LSU, Ole Miss, and then Texas Tech. How'd that get in there? April 15th and 16th against Texas Tech. Now, I haven't looked at the whole schedule. I'm going to look at it right now. No, that's it. Yeah. Okay, Okay. those are non-conference games. I'm talking games. about Big 12 opponents. Yeah, That. those are non-conference games between conference uh, the conference schedule, I guess they think that highly of Texas Tech, that is a Tuesday-Wednesday. Isn't that something? So that's not a that's not a weekend, and both games are going to be on TV, Arkansas and Texas Tech. From Fayetteville. One yeah. at 7 o'clock start, the other 4 right. o'clock start. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. Those are midweek games. You, you never get midweek non-conference games on TV. That's, that's amazing. That's big. That is yeah. big. Yeah. And we'll continue with the schedule in just a moment is uh, because the other note is broadcast plans for that UAPB game on April the 23rd from Dickie Stevens. Arkansas Razorback Basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Options, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501-794-2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialists. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place, so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. 
ramp.com slash sports. Justin Acre here, and I can tell you, I know a few things about radio, and I can probably talk you through a football game, but I really don't know anything about much of anything else. Serta Pro Painters does, though, and that's the company I always use when I need a project done at my house. I've used them for over a decade for a number of different projects, inside and outside, and I don't care if you're a painting expert, Serta Pro is here to help and make the process as awesome as it can be for you. So get Serta Pro on your project soon. You can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. When it comes to painting, do what I do. Trust Serta Pro. At 1037 The Buzz, we love to hear from you, but we know that sometimes you just don't have time to wait your turn on the phone. So don't wait. Shoot us a text at the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-614-1037. Whether it's football, baseball, or basketball, high school or the pros, hit us up on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, 501-614-1037. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. It is February. We turned the page. Like Bob Seger says, turn the page. It is now February the 1st, which means there is a bunch of brand new specials you'll find at your local Double B's. First thing I do is I scan to see if they put the honey buns back on two for a dollar. No, they didn't. But that's okay. That's still a good deal at a dollar each. But nevertheless, how about the Red Bull? The 8-ounce Red Bull, two for five dollars. The Doritos, two for four dollars. The 16-ounce Rockstar, two for four dollars. The 16.9-ounce Gatorade G-Fit, two for five dollars. And they have... Let's see. I always look for this one because I think this is one of the better values. Yeah, the two-liter Crush mug, that's two fifty-nine. And let's see, all the Mountain Dew flavors, the twenty ounce, those are just two oh nine. Uh, Mister Pure, two for four dollars. Good gracious, there's so many I can't even get to all of them, but. That's why you should take the time to go inside. You know, you gas at the pump, get your Exxon credit card, save 10 cents at the pump. You go inside, then you save even more money uh, picking up some of these great specials, whether it's snacks or drink specials. You'll find them every day. Well, that is through the month of February at your local Double B's with over 34 locations to serve you. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go make it double B's. Rick, we mentioned this. Uh, the SEC, the, the TV schedule mm-hmm. was released today for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, as example, it starts off February the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th with James Madison. Uh, first game of the season is a 3 o'clock opener. That's SEC Network Plus. Next game is the 17th. I think this is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, correct? Yeah, yeah. Monday, isn't that interesting? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that would make Friday at 3 o'clock, then Saturday at 2 o'clock, SEC Network Plus. Then 1 o'clock on Sunday, uh, SEC Network Plus, then noon on Monday, which is very unusual, mm-hmm. a noon start, SEC Network. Then it switches to February the 23rd, 24th, and 25th to Globe Life Stadium in Arlington. And I forget the name of it this year. It's uh, it's got a different name. Oregon State, 7 p.m. Here we go. Flow Sports. 
And then the 24th against Oklahoma State, another 7 o'clock start. That's Flow Sports. And then it concludes the 25th versus Michigan. That's a 1 o'clock start, Flow Sports. And I won't go down the entire schedule, but Murray State in Fayetteville, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. UCA, March the 5th. Magnese State, March 8th, 9th, and 10th. Oral Roberts, the 12th. Missouri, that's where SEC play begins. Missouri, 15th, 16th, and 17th. Then March the 21st, on the road. First road series in the SEC, March 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. That would be at Auburn, Alabama. March the 26th, circle that one for those. Well, no, I take that back. I'm jumping ahead. That's Little Rock. It's in Fayetteville. Then March 28th, 29th, and 30th, that will be LSU in Fayetteville. Uh, April the 2nd, Arkansas State's back on the schedule. Uh, April the 4th, 5th, and 6th, that's Ole Miss, Fayetteville. Wow, this thing is front-loaded home games. 12th, 13th, and 14th of April, Alabama and Tuscaloosa. 16th and 17th of April, which Rick talked about. Suspect that must be the Big 12 challenge because that will be in Fayetteville. That's a uh, 16th and 17th. That's what, a Tuesday and Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Is that right? right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then April the 19th, 20th and 21st, South Carolina and Columbia, South Carolina. Then circle this one, April the 23rd. Always a big date for those of us in central Arkansas versus UAPB at Dickey Stevens Park in North Little Rock. Get Florida at home this year, the 26th, uh, 26th 27th, and 28th. Uh, April the 30th and May 1st, Missouri State. Kentucky, May 3rd, 4th, and 5th in Lexington. May 10th, 11th, and 12th of Mississippi State in Fayetteville. Then the regular season of the SEC concludes the 16th, 17th, and 18th at Texas A&M and College Station. Rick, is this easily the most favorable home schedule, SEC play included? I think we've seen it quite a while. Well, it's a good schedule, yeah, because you're playing LSU at home. Ole Miss is supposed to be very good. Playing them at home. Florida's going to be good. Mississippi State. Uh, So, yeah. South Carolina. Missouri, yeah. Well, oh, no, that's in Columbia. That's South Carolina, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a good schedule, good home schedule. Arkansas needs, uh, they need to be at their peak every game. You know, baseball is one of those games that you can go and enjoy, and if your team wins, if they don't win. But the SEC this year is so outrageously good that um, it's not like you can say, well, you know, uh, they're playing at Kentucky. They're not quite as good. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. And if they're another league, they they might be a contender. So same thing with Missouri. You look at them right off the bat and think, well, I ought to beat Missouri at home. If Missouri was in the Big 12, they might be a contender for the championship. It's This is a brutal league for baseball. And, um, you know, when, when there's 14 teams right now, and there's two more real good programs coming in. So, will there be a time when there are 64 teams in the NCAA baseball tournament and all 16 SEC teams get in? I don't know, because even the teams that finish at the bottom of the league, if they beat good non-conference competition, you never know whether that's enough to get them in. But it is a brutal league. And you look at Arkansas's pitching staff, this is one of the, on paper, appears to be one of the best pitching staffs they've had in years. I say one of the best. I'm not going to say it's the best, but one of the best they've had in years. And so, uh, but guess what? They've got good pitching at LSU. They've got good pitching at Florida. They've got, they've got good pitching at Ole Miss. They've got good pitching everywhere. So, mm-hmm. so are you gonna, is every game going to be 2-1? to one? No, because they've got good offense everywhere, too. And this should be a good offensive team at Arkansas. Well, speaking of adding Texas and Oklahoma, yeah, it was also released today, the SEC baseball tournament format beginning in May of 2025. 
Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. All 16 Southeastern Conference baseball teams will participate in the wow. postseason tournament. Holy smokes. 16 it will be a single elimination format. Yeah. It will begin on a Tuesday, and this will be, I'm guessing, May. Uh, sometime in May of 2025, it opens up with seed number 9 versus seed 16, 12 versus 13, 10 versus 15, 11 versus 14. Then you get, I mean, this is very similar to what you're going to see how bas- the basketball tournament is seeded. Uh, the next day on uh, Wednesday, you'll get the winner of game one versus the eight seed. Number eight, five, seven, and six seeds will avoid that first round games, but they play the second round games. Then on Thursday, which is uh, game number nine and ten, you'll have seed number one taking on the winner of game number five, which is, okay, winner of game one versus seed number eight and so forth and so on. So you get one in four seeds. They get a buy all the way until Thursday. And then Friday, you'll get the winner of game number seven versus seed two. And then seed number three will also play the winner of game number eight. And then Saturday, you'll have two more games. And I won't even give you all the mumbo-gumbo. Anyway, two games on Saturday, championship game, one game, one game only on Sunday. Interesting. So it's all single elimination. Single elimination. And it sounds like if you finish the top four, well, you explained it, you don't have to play the first two days. So it definitely behooves you to be one of the top four teams in the conference. Because by then, whoever you play will have already played at least one game, possibly two games. And uh, so you're going to have your number one pitcher ready, and whoever you play won't. So that's a that's a major advantage. But uh, you got to play single elimination to get the game to get the tournament. Sure. When you have six, sixteen teams, wow. Does Hoover? I, I assume they've got enough hotel space for all these teams. <laughs> I mean, you really have to consider that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if you're in the number two or three seed, you get to play on Friday. So you bypass, obviously, the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday games. Mm-hmm. But then you play on Friday. So they're giving the number one seed the advantage of playing the number four seed. If it, if it, you know, if it worked out that way, where they advance, and then the same thing, two would take on three. So um, if you're the two seed or three seed, you wouldn't have to show up until Friday to play your game when the tournament began on Tuesday. So... And I'll, I'll uh, first time, and maybe you can remember a time otherwise, Rick. But this will be the first time. You know, it's been where twelve of the fourteen go to Hoover. Two teams don't don't get there at all under the current format. And uh, this way, all all of the sixteen teams will be there over this six day period. Amazing. That's amazing. So, didn't know if you'd seen that or not. Well, and no, I haven't. And, of course, the other thing that does is, unless you play on the first day and have to win, like, four games with a championship, it's not going to overtax the top team's pitching staff. Yeah. Because no matter who wins, that's fine. But the top four, their pitching staffs are not overtaxed as they get ready for the NCAA. Excellent point. All right, Rich Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll come back and wrap it up in a moment. ...to Arkansas Select Tax Services and they'll prepare your federal and state individual tax returns for only $149 and electronically file them for free. A trusted local company whose associates have decades of experience may gain you thousands of dollars. Consultation is free and you need no money today. Visit ArkansasSelectTaxServices.com for details and locations. 
and get your $149 tax returns. QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic agonizing shoulder pain. Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for a long time, and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay, because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. Their regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs, no downtime, and best of all, no surgery. I was able to exceed the goals that I had previously attained in the gym. It was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you lasting results. Call now. It's a free consultation. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. For over 30 years, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse on 65th and University has been Arkansas's truck accessory headquarters and the only stop for all your truck parts and accessories. If it goes on a truck, Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse has it, like step bars, bed covers, toolboxes, and ladder racks, as well as gooseneck, fifth wheel hitches, and drop hitches. All this and more can be found at Pickup Truck Accessory Warehouse, a WeatherTech Diamond dealer, 501-568-0040, or online at ArkansasTruck.com, and ask about the all-new RSI SmartCap. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with PowerPlay, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with quick fix only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. What do Little Rock Baseball and Buzz legend Randy Rainwater have in common? Randy's a Little Rock Baseball alum, and he'll be the special guest at their first pitch banquet presented by Thompson Electric. First pitch banquet will be Friday, February 2nd at 6 o'clock at the Jack Stevens Center. Single tickets are $50, and corporate tables are available for $600. The banquet will include a barbecue meal, a silent auction, and an opportunity to hear from the team and RR himself. Call 501-916-6858. You want to hit? Don't miss the opportunity to get the baseball season started with UA Little Rock Baseball and our own Randy Rainwater. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. The deals are red hot at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. There is a trading event that's going on at Guatney. You can save anywhere from five to ten grand on Equinoxes and Silverados when you trade in a qualifying vehicle. In fact, you can get massive savings right now. On the 2023 Suburban, it's yours for as low as 58000 They also have a 2021 Chevy Tahoe truck for as low as $54,999. So don't miss these deals at Guatney Chevrolet. Now, the location is 1301 T.P. White Drive in Jacksonville. I say right off of 16767. Look for that huge American flag right in the heart of downtown Jacksonville, and you can't miss it. And uh, you can also go online at guatneychevrolet.com to learn more. That is Chevrolet. Together we ride. Uh, Rick, what did you think about the financial report that was released today? Uh, I know you and Trey mm-hmm. yeah. talked about it briefly, but uh, Arkansas Athletics released the 2022-23 financial report. Mm-hmm. And I've been meaning to ask you this question because it was asking me, and I never could find the time, uh, which I thought would be applicable just for you 
and I, and uh, it was, you said a few moments ago when you and Trey were talking about it, Coach Broyles would, uh, he, uh, this kind of money would upset him. What do you think Coach Broyles would have thought? That's the question. It's about having well, to deal with all this NIL and transfer portal stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure he could have handled that. I think he'd been like Nick Saban. He just said, I've had enough. I'm getting out. Because he, Coach Broyles, there are, um, there are two things that he loved. He loved, well, I mean, he loved Jesus, so let's say that. But I'm talking about two things in his job that he loved the most. He loved winning, and I'm telling you, he loved winning. He was very competitive. He loved winning. He also loved what the Razorbacks meant to the state of Arkansas. Those were the two things that drove him day after day after day. Winning and wanting to win because of what it meant to the state of Arkansas. And so you think about now, and and so he also had the attitude that when there was a financial need, if he had to raise ticket prices or if he asked for upper co- increased contributions, he did it very reluctantly because he knew Arkansas was not a wealthy state. Now, there are some wealthy people that live here, but we're talking about the masses in Arkansas are not wealthy, and he wanted them to have access to the games without putting the, the prices out of, out of reach. That's why I say probably he would have turned over because uh, he he knew he had, they had to leave the Southwest Conference because for financial reasons. He knew the Southwest Conference couldn't last in a competitive landscape where particularly financially where you had four schools that didn't draw well any time they played. So you go in the Southeastern Conference. I don't think he ever ever would have dreamed of the finances being where they are today. Now, so you can say, well. Would he have utilized all those finances? Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, and would he have increased coaches' salary sizes to, or, or the numbers where they are today? To be competitive, he would have done what he had to do. And so that's why i got to tell you, I, I think I'm saying all that. I think Hunter Juracek is a really, really good athletic director. And he's having to deal with problems, or, or not problems, but uh, things... The Coach Burrell's never had to deal with mm-hmm. And I don't envy him. Uh, you don't hear a lot out of Hunter Juracek because he's a behind-the-scenes guy, and he makes sure his coaches are taken care of. He wants to make sure his players are taken care of. And uh, and I don't. I think he has the same attitude of Coach Burrell's. He doesn't want to fleece the fans to do that. He'll ask for extra support because it's necessary with the NIL. But I don't think Hunter's out there saying, hey, you guys got to pay up if we're going to win. You, you never hear any of that. So I have great respect for him, as I did for Coach Broyles. But you know, you're dealing with a $160 million budget. Now, the only thing I would say is you have to ask, is, is every person on staff necessary? Because when you're looking at what they're paying for, coaches, staff, and all of that, that would be the first thing I would ask when you have a budget that large, is every person necessary? And I don't think Hunter wants to get rid of anybody, but you have to say, okay, we're spending this much money on personnel. Is it necessary? Because numbers of administration can grow. We see that in government. You see it in in so many in businesses to the point where you're 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 wasting some of your money. So I would say that's number one. And if so, couldn't some of that money be used for NIL? Uh, if especially if the schools are going to become involved in paying some of the NIL. But that's me saying that. I'm not in his position. He's a lot smarter than I am. It's just a whole different. It's a whole different ball game. And the thing, if I were Hunter, and I'm not that I would be worried about would be fans, not just Arkansas fans, college athletic fans being turned off if they knew what the amounts some of these guys were making would be. I think, you know, if somebody's making $100,000 a year, which we used to think of as a heck of a salary, and it's still good, but he's got a family of four or five, and he finds out that... 
the quarterback's making a million dollars and he's a college student, I got to believe there are some people out there saying, I'm not sure I'm going to support that. Do you, do you think? Am I, am I right on that? And, and if so, then you face a loss of your fan base, which in Arkansas is so important because you've got, I know you've got other schools in the state, but the Razorbacks have received statewide support for decades, and you don't want to risk losing that. So I don't know if I said that right or not. It's just there's just a lot of things that are going on that that you just never thought an athletic director would have to deal with, and they're having to deal with it in schools all over the country. It's not just here; it's everywhere. Well, it's interesting you were talking about uh, how maybe that you could uh, pare things down, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, did not Jeff Long? When he came, oh, he added people and added people and added people. But he cleaned house a lot too. Well, he got rid a lot of, of the, forced retirements. Yeah, he got rid of all the Broyles people. That yeah, good. Yeah, and uh, so do you, you think know. that those numbers were retained? Oh, no, no. It, he he. No, no, no. I'm talking about once the once the transition came about. Oh, Jeff Long increased the number of staff members. Yeah, uh, considerably. And and I could have told you. Having worked there all those years and knowing, and I've shared this on the floor in the air, Coach Broyles felt like if you couldn't do the work of two and a half people, then you need to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. That was just his philosophy. So Jeff Long gave uh, every job to three people. So the three people are doing what one person used to do. And Hunter Juracek, to his credit, i got to give him a lot of credit for this, because Jeff Long was, I think, very jealous of Coach Broyles and never asked for his help. Never asked for, can you talk to me about the tradition of the Razorbacks? And I know that for a fact, and I'm not being critical of him. That was his deal. Um, and he and he did weed out people that had been at the athletic department for years, and I could name them on the air, but that would serve no purpose. When Hunter came in, it's my understanding that his first meeting with the entire athletic department staff was, I'm not here to change anybody. I'm not here to get rid of anybody. I, he wanted to observe and make sure everybody's doing a good job. I respect that. That was uh, that was pretty amazing for him to do that. He wasn't going to come in and reshape the athletic department. Say, okay, we got some good things going here. Where can we go from Where can we go from here? And uh, that that had to be difficult. But is the staff size considerably larger than it was under Coach Broyles? Yes. Okay. Well. Okay. We'll have to delve into this another time because. The expenses were broken down in part of what you were talking about. $27.8 million for support staff. Yeah, that's not the coaches. That's yeah. support staff. Support staff. Right. All right, we got to say so long and good night for Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Buzz Animal Cruelty, spay and neuter your pet. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. One man can't make a team. Yeah, so what's your point? Thanks for being part of the Buzz team. Ha 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 ha! 103.7 The Buzz. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Dave here. He's been playing dominoes for over 45 years. With a flick of a forefinger, he can make a row of dominoes pop popcorn.